Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans. I'm Brett Thomas. Welcome to The Scorecard, your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, January 11. Today, spin it to win it. The Aussies pinning their hopes on spin to win a rare tour of India. Why not? Rafael Nadal confident of defending his Aussie Open title. And welcome back, Joe. The Aussie basketballer lights up New York. But first. The scenes at the Melbourne derby were the worst witnessed in Australian football during the A-League era. We cannot let this happen again in our game. Football Australia Chief James Johnson with that sobering message after dishing out the biggest fine in Australian football history. Melbourne Victory forced to pay more than half a million dollars for that ugly pitch invasion during the Melbourne derby as City goalkeeper Tom Glover was hit and injured with a metal bucket. So far, 32 people have been charged, 17 banned, 3 locked out for life and more charges are expected. Ultimately, the club will pay a massive price with the threat of competition points being stripped hanging over the club's head for the next three and a half seasons. If a spectator runs onto the pitch, if there's an assault, there will be an automatic 10-point deduction. Um, And if that were to occur, that will destroy Melbourne victory. The December 17 derby is the darkest day in A-League history and it came after all that goodwill and publicity the Socceroos generated at the World Cup. The atmosphere of the active supporter groups is unlike any other code, especially in full voice, so it's a shame this could be the end for it, for Melbourne victory at least, as they commit to breaking up groups like Original Style Melbourne and can't sell tickets behind the goals at home games. The derby will be restarted in April from the minute it stopped, with City leading 1-0. And there it is. It's a great catch in the deep, and that's a perfect finish for Australia. India all out 200, Shane Warne picks up the last wicket and I can't begin to tell you how important this win is for Australia. The last time and only time in the last 50 years an Australian touring team has won in India. The series next month is the most anticipated since then back in 2004, a win and we can genuinely start talking about Pat Cummins' side being the best since Adam Gilchrist stepped in for Ricky Ponting to lead the test side to victory. Spin, as always, will be critical. I'm spinning, I'm spinning, I'm spinning, I'm spinning. And four are expected to make the trip, including potential Victorian debutant Todd Murphy, the left-arm spin of Ashton Agar and leggy Mitch Swepson. Their leader, Nathan Lyon, believes it gives them a good mix. I think we've got the versatility in, uh, in Australian cricket. We've got wrist spinners, we've got finger spinners. So um, whoever it may be, maybe on that squad, it's going to be a really good partnership uh, and really important partnership that we uh, try and bowl really consistent and um, just play our role in each, each and every one. Uh, no matter how many spinners we play, it's just about doing the right thing and, and for long periods of time, so it should be good. And it's the most punishing conditions an Aussie batsman can face. Manus Labuschagne has had his eye on this tour for a while. My mind's been on the Indian tour for a long time now. You know, since we've gone to Pakistan, Sri Lanka, the main tour has been, you know, India. That's where we want to win. That's where we want to make our name is uh, winning India away. Manus returns to the BBL tonight alongside Test teammates Matt Renshaw and Usman Khawaja to beef up Brisbane Heat against the Scorchers. Last night, Chris Lynn top scored with 69, his third half-century in a row, powering the strikers to victory over the Renegades. It's the miracle in Melbourne. Rafael Nadal winning a slam not many would have predicted he could do again. Until last year, the Aussie Open was the only major he hadn't won twice. 
Mind you, he lost an epic five-set final lasting almost six hours to Novak Djokovic back in 2012. Just give up already. Without his sparring partner, Novak, last year, Rafa came from two sets down to beat Daniil Medvedev, a man 10 years his junior. I'd argue going back-to-back this year would be an even greater accomplishment given Novak is back and Rafa is coming off an abdominal injury and patchy lead-up form. But who's to argue with the confidence of a living legend? It's true that the last couple of months I was not able to play much tennis and here at the beginning of the season I lost the two matches in, in Sydney. But I am not unhappy with the preparation. No, Then uh, I need to win matches for sure. But the preparation is, is going quite well to have this last week of positive practices. Why not? Rafa lost to Alex Dimonor at the United Cup and the Demon beat another grand Grand Slam champion in an impressive lead into his home slam. Too strong for Dominic Team at the Kuyong Classic, winning in straight sets yesterday. My home slam, it's going to be great to play in front of a, such an amazing crowd, a home environment, and you know I'm just going to try and bring all that energy and get fired up and hopefully put on a show for, for the crowd. Seven seconds here to shoot, Joe Ingles from the wing. <laughs> Jingling Joe draining his fifth triple in Madison Square Garden, lining up New York. With 17 points and his best performance for Milwaukee since returning from a potentially career-ending ACL tear. And the thing is, those threes weren't all from Giannis collapsing the defence around him and kicking it out to Joe for wide-open looks. Ingles was back to his creative best and played a key role in a come-from-behind win over the Knicks. If he can keep that up, the 35-year-old will be a vital cog in the Bucks championship hopes. It's nice to finish a game. It's nice to be in those situations. Obviously, like I was just saying before, just those ups and downs. So it's nice to, to see some of the work that I've, I've put in for the last 12 months kind of paying off and getting that rhythm back a little bit. So it's good, but I'm going to keep building on it now. And a scorecard shout-out to a former dairy farmer from Gippsland. Brett Thorson, who only took up punting less than three years ago, helped Georgia win back-to-back college championships over a TCU side featuring another Aussie in punter Jordan Sandy, who grew up less than an hour's drive away. And that's your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for today. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.